podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everyone and welcome to Club Live here at Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. We are live on YouTube tonight. Are we live on Facebook as well? No, oh, just YouTube. Oh, no, just YouTube. But we're live on Facebook. <laughs> on, on, what else? We're, we're live on YouTube tonight. So yeah, everyone in the comments, um, it's just me and Carney tonight. So if you get your comments in. Do you really call, you know, call me my Carney there? That's very sweet of you, mate. Thanks very much. <laughs> uh, not, not, not that yet. But yeah, if you get your comments in, we can... Um, try and answer some of your questions since the other lads are not on. But yes, as I did mention there, it is just me and Mr. Carney. So introducing Scott, how are you tonight? Obviously the other two are around um, annual leave again. I know I had annual leave last week, but I genuinely was in holiday last week, but I'm um, ready to come back. That's fair enough. I don't I don't seem to get annual leave, mate. I, I don't know if I no. leave a word with the boss, but the boss is me, so it's a bit of a weird one to have with yourself. Um, Ibrox on 1872, thank you very much for becoming a member, first of yep. all. Um, Yes, mate. Rangers are back. It's been a long week. Um, I think it's been long, really, since the, the the old firm game, to be honest, mate. But yeah, it's, it's always good when you've got Rangers to look forward to, mate. Uh, but on the other hand, is it always good to have Rangers to look forward to? I suppose is the way to, to look at it. But no, hello, chat. Hello, everybody. Good to see everyone. Yeah, I'll be honest. I had that week off at work. I booked it weeks and weeks ago, Carney, and, and just so happened the weather was brilliant that week. So yeah, super went, me, went, went and done a few things out in the, the good weather. But I was glad I was off that week, Carney, after after Rangers <laughs> the previous couple of games. So it was good to semi switch off from from Rangers for a week. But obviously they're back, Carney, as everyone in social media has been saying this week. Are you looking forward to it this week? A lot of people probably aren't. <laughs> But um, they are back, so um, let's dive into it, Carney. First of all, the one the one this week which raised a few eyebrows, I would say, was the European squad was was announced for um, Europa League group stage games. Missing out in that was John McLaughlin, who is nowhere to be seen with Rangers anymore, but um, young Kieran Wright's in there, I think, with a Scot- Scotch quota, so he's in there as a third keeper. Leon Balgan misses out, Kieran Dill, and um, Ryan's Turkish delight, Yilmaz. Now, the, the presser was today, and Abil was asked about it, Carney, about obviously Yilmaz was the one they were really pressing him on. He did say that this was put to UEFA on the 4th of September, and he doesn't know why it's taken this long for UEFA to release it. His, his kind of reasoning behind it, Carney, was the reason Yilmaz was in it because he's only played maybe 20 minutes of football when he put that in. What's your thoughts on that European squad and obviously the Yilmaz not making that um, list? Um, I raised an eyebrow at it, mate. I'm not going to lie. I I think... I think you can only really take it one way. Look, I know there's restrictions on what he can pick and what he can't pick, but if you want to play it in there enough, you will work your way out to you'll work your way out to get him into the squad. Um now I believe are very top heavy as it looks. I know a few could obviously drop into the midfield, yeah. yes, but it is very top heavy. And yeah, I find it 
I find it bizarre that we're pinning our hopes on on Borna Barisic um, for this, and it's going to be more crosses from deep in Europe, and that, that seems to be the way that he wants to go. His excuse coming out, well, his reasoning for it saying he hasn't played, he hasn't played a lot of football. I agree, he hasn't played a lot of football, but surely this is a time to see what he's all about. Surely this is a time to test him at his best, to to play him against, um, no disrespect, to better opposition than you would play in um, in Scotland, for example. Um, obviously, barring barring old fun games. So, yeah, very strange, mate. I think he he says it's down to his kind of fitness levels, basically. Uh, I don't know how much I believe in that, if I'm going to be completely honest. I do have a feeling that he quite fancies Borna Barisic a lot more than he does Yilmaz going forward. And if that is the case, then we, we, we seriously have to think about moving the lad on. Now, as you say, I could be completely wrong. Maybe Bill is 100% truthful in what he's saying about why he didn't select him in the squad, but to me, mate, he's a, he's a European player. This is what he was brought in to do. He was brought in to play in these games and the fact that he's been left out for a guy that's a lot of people will argue should already have moved on from the club. Um, yeah, that's uh, a weird, weird decision to make, mate. I think John McLaughlin's, I'm not shocked. Dow's obviously injured, as obviously was confirmed in the, the press conferences. I get that. I mean, he's not a he's not a critical player in that sense. There's, there's cover there, but our cover at left bank, it was, I think he said Ben Davies at a point. I'm like, yeah. I do not want to see Ben Davies playing left back for Rangers. Thank you very much. So, yes, um, I find it bizarre. I do. I find it very, very bizarre. Um, I think it will say everything I need to know, really, about what the selection will be tomorrow, because I certainly know who I would be playing tomorrow. Um, but we'll, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see, mate. I just I find the whole thing, it just looks like Bill doesn't fancy the guy. Yeah, I, I I look at it that way. I know he said, yeah, he's not playing much football, but you could have the you could raise that argument with Tom Lawrence. He's not played much football. He's mm. in the squad. Kamara Roof's not played much football. He's I mean, the they are they are two football players that who I've just mentioned there that, that I like, especially Tom Lawrence. If he comes back to the player he was, but we'll discuss him later. But uh, Yilmaz, it's a weird one. I don't think he's ever fancied him, can he? He's never really had a run, Yilmaz, and when he does have a run, he kind of breaks down with an injury. So. It's difficult for the boy. I, I think it will tell me where he is, Yilmaz, tomorrow. Because I think Barisic is, his, is the main guy that he goes for now. Um, obviously, we'll come on to potential deals and stuff. But I, it's interesting because the, the squad for me, it's it, it doesn't, there's not a balance to it with me. I know, I know you're rhyming off all the top players. Lawrence, for me, can fit in the midfield. Cantwell can fit in the Can't midfield. Feel. But it just... It, there's not much of a balance there, and it'll be interesting because we kick off against um, Real Betis next week at Ibrooks. Um, so it'll be interesting, interesting what happens. Obviously, a couple of the B team boys can come in in terms of Yefeko and that. I think they can come in. Yeah, that's right. Well, even even in today's press, although when he was mentioning the Curry's just mentioned that in the in the um, in the chat there, that Bill saying that he believes he's got a big future. Ibrox or Rangers as Rangers left back. What's showing it? It doesn't add up though. Do you know what I mean? No. It just doesn't. It doesn't add up. Himself. Yeah, it does. It contradicts what he's he's saying and what he's done to, to an extent. So, look, I'm hanging. Everyone's going to have an opinion. I know somebody else just said there. I said the, the the chat's gone up too quick. Um, somebody else said he's hardly played any football. So how's it strange? Because he cost us a lot of money. That's why I find it bizarre that. We went out and recruited. I know Bill didn't recruit him. I do understand that. But at the end of the day, you've got to use what's available to you. And 
I, just, I don't know. I just think if he's never going to, if he was ever going to get a chance, it was surely going to be this season, and it just looks like it's not going to come his way. So if it's going to be like that, then move him on, get something back for him, uh, and recruit into the area that a guy that you want to play there because I don't think there's many Rangers fans that are. In the nicest possible way, Barisic, I think he's done well for us. He's been a good servant for us. He's, his stats are decent for it, for his position. But there's a lot of people now that have already. There was even more people, I think, now that have decided, no, you're not the, you're not the one um, for me to play at a left back position. So I just, as I say, it just something doesn't smell right with me. And usually, when I think that, I tend to be, I tend to be right. Yeah, and as you talk about Barisic there, Carney, there's been rumours this week about. Rangers potentially offers often Barisic a extension. I know Ryan's been in the group chat instantly <laughs> saying he's not very happy, but if, what age is Barisic? He's 30, I think. 30, mm-hmm. 31 or something, Barisic. What's your thoughts if we offer him a, a, a contract extension, Can is, is that to try and protect an, an asset, if you want to say, for us in terms of maybe moving them on? Or do you think realistic we're looking to just keep Barisic going forward? I don't know, mate. I don't know. Um, I would like to think it was the former, mate, and not the latter, because we can't be We can't be looking at that. Barisic goes... Barisic is getting into the same bracket now with people that are becoming the, the old guard, if you like, of the team. Um, yeah. Goldson, Tavernier, all the ones... Ryan Jack... Gerard, yeah, so Ryan Jack as well. So he's all, it's always going to be... He's gonna fall into he's gonna fall into that bracket, and if he is one of the ones that I believe should be should have probably been trying to move on during the summer, if I'm going to be honest, because you might have been able to recruit something for him. I know we can't continue to um, to continue to go down the route of letting players run their contract out and then they can move on for nothing. Doesn't really make sense in terms of the way the club's going to work. However, by offering them and whatever they do, two years, three years, maybe I'd imagine it's probably two. You're still you're still putting his price up for a, for somebody to come in that would be attracted to sign him. Uh, and by that, I mean, you need to buy out his contract as well as the fee that you're going to be doing. So, yeah, I hope... Um, look, there's nothing came official from the club. I don't know if it's true and if it's just... Twitter has been wild, mate, as you can imagine, for the past <laughs> two weeks. It has been unbelievable. Um, somebody saying that somebody's dug seen... Uh, Michael Beale's sister in a car that was outside Michael Beale's old house and it means that Michael Beale's leaving Rangers it's just the most craziest thing you've ever heard in your life but they never tell you who they never tell you who told you but they'll never say they'll never say who it was yeah that that nonsense really does my head in because it's just it's just it's as good as the sun printing something it's just clickbait yeah. nonsense um, but in terms of Barris I hope not okay Again, it's nothing against them, but we need to really start moving forward as a club, and we're holding on to players for too long, uh, and uh, players that aren't making enough impact. I get there's going to be players that, even the players that he signed, there's going to be one or two of them that we signed that will come good and will not want to see leave, but we're, we're holding them on for a little bit too much. We done it at the perfect time with Kamara in terms of extending his contract. That was a perfect time to do so because he was probably he's, he's probably his best. Should have moved them on a lot quicker, but we still recruit. I mean, the, the the business sense of that move that we've done for him going to Leeds is tremendous. It really is. It's up there with one of probably the best deals ever been done at Rangers because of the the the, the for what we spent and what we got in for him. But um, I believe a, a contract extension doesn't really help anyone because I don't think I don't think it attracts bidders, and I don't think 
I don't think many want to see him stick around at the club, mate. Um, and I'm probably getting to myself like that. I think we need we need freshness throughout the whole team. We're getting it to an extent, but Barisic definitely falls into one that I would look to move on. Yeah, well, yeah, we're, we're crying out for freshness and especially left back situation where Yilmaz looking like he's probably not that future with us, even though Beal says he does. So it'll be interesting going forward, seeing what happens with that. But moving forward, usually we usually we talk about the presser, Carney, when we talk about the next the the preview game. If you want to say, as in St. Johnson, we'll talk about the presser. But I thought we'd bring the presser forward before we talk about the game because I think. Since that defeat to Celtic, a lot of people have been waiting in this presser to see yes. Michael Beale, his reactions and stuff. Um, he was asked, obviously, umpteen questions. He was asked about his future, about whether he thinks his job is under threat. He did say that he didn't think his job was under threat, pretty much. He says he talks to, to Bisgrove pretty much every day, John Bennett as well, at least twice a week. Um, I mean, I'll come into other bits. He, I, there was a couple of questions on it, Carney, but he he seemed pretty pretty assured that he, he ain't for he ain't for being shifted. He talks about the the he talked about the plan of the club going forward or what the what the what the board and him sees part of this this grand what plan. What is this plan? Tell yeah, us? what is? <laughs> Please tell us. <laughs> yeah, I would quite like to know what this grand plan is, but. Look, he's not going to come out and say, I, the board have told me no, if I don't win on Saturday, I'm sacked. Like, he isn't yeah. going to say that, and he's never going to. Um, to me, he looked like a, a wee bit like a wounded animal, mate, today, uh, in the press conference today. I don't think he looked particularly chipper about things. I know he was probably probably anxious himself, mate, going into that um, press conference, but he's a smart enough man to know that that was going to come his way. It was. I mean, there was no way that he was going to get let away with it. What wasn't helped as well, as me and uh, Ryan and I spoke about in the last pod, was the this the kind of weird column that got released by um, Chris Jack? Yeah. It obviously came directly from the board that was contradicting stuff that Gaffer had said. Uh, noodles every night. Thank you very much, mate. Really do appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, which kind of contradicted what the manager was saying, which I found it wasn't really brought up in the press conference. Now I'm not saying someone should stand up and say, by the way, Michael. Why did you say that, and why the board saying one thing? But it wasn't really wasn't really pulled upon. Um, so I, 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 I did find that slightly strange. But uh, there's no doubt in my mind. I would like to think anyway that the board have had a conversation. You don't. You you can't ignore the reaction that happened after the old firm. You can't. You simply can't pretend that it didn't happen because it very much did. And I do hope the stuff that he was saying in the press conference happened press conference has happened. Do I believe the board's gave him a vote of confidence? To a certain extent, yes, I do. But I also know the, the board, and James Bisgrove especially, I do think's got his head switched on. And I think he'll know we can't really afford to keep doing this. We can't really afford to keep going down this route of not winning big matches. And right now, that's what we're becoming, a club that doesn't really win big matches, which isn't good enough, really isn't good enough. So, yeah, I would say the discussion's happened. I think they're probably all on the same page of the terms of it's not been good enough up to now, uh, and be it part of a plan or not, if you're not winning football games, Michael, you'll not be here much longer. It really is as simple as that. But look, even since the old firm, mate, sorry for rambling on, even since the old firm, I've, I've calmed down, obviously I have. It's been a couple of weeks, and once it became pretty clear that the club weren't going to um, move in terms of r- removing Bill and bringing somebody new in, then you've got to just accept it. You've got to go, right, okay, it hasn't been the start of the season that it's... And you start to try and look at it as glass half full again, because I do try and do that a lot. 
um, because <laughs> I, I'm, I can't do I can't go the other way. I spent too many years going the other way, so I need I need to get it back that way. But you've got to go right. It's not happened. It is early in the season. Look, it is, and something might click. You're going to need to give them the benefit of the doubt. But to say the next run of games is crucial for Bill is an understatement, man. It really is. He's going to going to have to get it spot on, and we. We really do have to start seeing something. We have to start seeing something that we can hang our hat on because we're pig sick of not knowing what we're doing. Uh, running around like aimless chickens, no shape, no real sense of formation or tactics or any, anything of the likes. And um, yeah, so it's it's going to be crucial, but the board, the board will stick with them just now, mate, because if they don't, then they're open for criticism. Do you know what I mean? And I think yep. that's maybe what the that's maybe what the column released through Chris Jack was about was we'll kind of protect ourselves here a wee bit by putting a wee bit back on the manager. But look, it is what it is, mate. We're going to just need to we're going to need to back the manager as much as some of his will pain to do so. Um, but there's nothing else for it. Yeah, it's he said in, in the press that he said um, a couple of quotes. He said he says there's not much time for talking now. We need to make it up to our support on the pitch. The team needs to win games of football and show a rhythm in how we play. It's now important we have a have a response. I think this game going forward, can I and we'll come on to the, the block of games in a wee bit, but before the next dreaded international break. But he needs to show us some sort of identity in this Rangers team. What what's the plan? What are we doing? Brought all these players in. I mean, obviously I I made the point after the old firm that you're not, there's no chance you're telling me that when he sat down at the beginning of the season and the first old firmness game has come up, he thought three of my two of my front three, if you want to say, is going to be Rabbi Matondo came out with mm-hmm. out of all these guys he's signed. So he signed the best part of six million reportedly. I know Bill says it's wild off the, the mark some of these transfer fees, but six million pounds and a guy that can he get in our team at the moment, who's our main striker. Um, Lammers obviously at three million. Who can he get in the team? Sifuentes, who's again fallen away after a disappointing performance. So he ne- he needs to get an identity against a, a stuffy St Johnson, which will come on to. But it's um, it'll be interesting to see tomorrow his lineup. It will be, and it'll be interesting to see our lineup as well in terms of it's well, mate. I, th- I think he's at he's at a point now where. Surely just going back to simple football and not trying to overcomplicate things and overanalyze things. I mean, he rhymed off stats in that today as well. I was, going, I was just going, just going to come right, on Sorry, to mate, I'll leave that, I'll leave yeah. that, I'll leave that. But that's what I mean. Like, he, he must be thinking about, he has to be thinking about, I just have to try and get a solid formation and put the best people that I have in this squad into the game and and a game against St Johnston no disrespect to them we are better than St Johnston yeah. it's just a case of go out lads express yourself show that you want to be here and win the game just go and win the game I, I know that's I'm probably simplifying football too much but that's what I believe that Bill has to do now he has to bring it back down a bit and be like right let's for the run of the mill games that we should be going out and winning games and tomorrow is one of them just go play football. Just you, you're better. You are better footballers than them. Go beat them at a game of football. I just it feels like it has to be like that. Yeah, and you briefly come on to that, McCarney, in terms of he he said in the press conference, which he he mentioned twice about this the Kamara Roof goal that was disallowed, which we all agree should have been given 
And he mentioned it twice. But he also went on to say, which you've just said there, that we have the best defensive record. And we know we've only played four games. The best defensive record in the league and something like we've had 21 more attempts on goal than any other team. Aye, but Michael, <laughs> we've won two and lost two. I don't care if we've had 100 attempts on goal more than somebody else. Um, at the end of the day, you need to put the ball in the back of the net and stop it going to your own net. I found that bizarre, Carney, that statement he came out with. To me, he, he says too much stuff at times, and that's just another wee phrase that'll come back to bite him because I I, I, I was listening that day at work and I thought, why is he even telling us that? That's something we don't want to hear at the moment. That's a, that's a guy you try to tell me he's not feeling pressure, or 100% oh, right. he's feeling pressure. When he said it, when I, see, when I watched it earlier on, um, last stopped for a coffee earlier at work, I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, you can't come out. Who cares? Who, who honestly cares? <laughs> It's like it's like it's like everything. Uh, well, we had ninety nine percent possession. We had a hundred shots on target, but we could beat one now. Right? Well, you didn't win the game, so I don't really care about anything else that happened. No, I found that really strange, mate. When he said when he was saying that, I was like, whoa. And again, that worries me. I know he's a stats guy and he's a football guy, mate. And he'll get into all these X games per goal or whatever it is, the XG goals thing, all that stuff. The stuff that I can never really get my head around. But I mean, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Not after coming off an old form defeat. I really don't want to hear stuff like that. Sorry, it's it's not good enough. Um, you can have as many shots and whatever you like. If you're not scoring them, then it all counts for absolutely nothing. It really doesn't matter. So no, a bizarre statement, mate. Bizarre. Yeah, it was it was it was very bizarre. <laughs> I was watching it, but I'm only shocked because he said some bizarre stuff since he's been the Rangers manager. Right? As we've said it for a long time, he does he says too much in press conferences sometimes. But but see, that's another point to me when I've said you're trying to be too clever there. Yeah. Why are you trying to be too clever? Just say we've created chances, but we should have done a lot better. Yes, don't rhyme off fucking don't rhyme <laughs> off stats, do we? <laughs> yeah. Well, a couple of stats that he did come out with was the one that deflated me, if I have to say it, Carney, that um Todd Cantwell is now he did say he was out for three to four games and then a couple of minutes later say he was out for three to four weeks. So he's <laughs> contradicting himself again there. So because three to four games in our wee spell we've got is basically about ten days or something. So um yeah, three to four weeks he is out for Carney, along with Kieran Double, who has been out pretty much since he's came to Rangers. He only really played a couple of games and he's been out for a while now. So the two of them are out. Cantwell been out for me, Carney. Uh, it's a huge miss. I know we've played them in pretty much every position on the football park, apart from being in goals. But he's a guy that makes us tick, can He's a guy that can create for us. You take him out of our team, and I'm, I'm scrambling about looking who's going to grab a game with a scruff of the neck, who's going to be the guy to di- dictate. Somebody needs to step up and fill his position moving forward. And um, thanks very much, Jan. It's kind of much appreciated. What's your thoughts on Cantwell? Gutted, mate. Absolutely gutted. I like a lot of other. Thank you very much, Janice, as well. I am. I like a lot of other Rangers fans have really taken to to Todd Cantwell, and I'm not really critical of his performances being as low as they have been because I do believe he's getting played out of position more times than not. I, I still don't understand why he's our most creative player, but we choose to play him as deep as we as deep as we can possibly get, and uh, apart from not playing well, well, Nico Raskin plays so. No, but him being out, mate, yeah, it's a, it's a sore one. It was like, if I wasn't looking forward to um, tomorrow enough, then when I heard Cantwell's out, I was like, <laughs> of course Cantwell's out. Why would he not be? Yeah, 
So he said uh, three or four games and then three or four weeks, but we're a week and a half into it, which does still make it three or four games. Um, so Aye, both, true, are, yeah. Bo- yeah. both are both are true. But I know what you mean. I was like, yeah. well, hang on. But once I thought about it, I was like, oh, no, it's still the, still the same, really. Yeah, no, um, true. When you think about it that way, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it, is, it does still make sense. But the... I'm not really, I'm not really overly bothered about tomorrow, but next week it's a real body blow for us, man. Um, he's he's came here to play in European football, mate. Like, let's not lie, and for him not to be, well, I say I reckon our second toughest tie, um, because it'll, it'll be Betis away that will be our toughest one. Um, so Betis at home, I think, uh, it's a bit of a gutter that he won't be there. But the other man, mate, that was in the press conference today, along with Michael Beale, was Tom Lawrence, and this could be the the chance for him. I'll be better redemption for him um, because I fully expect him to be the replacement for Cantwell. Uh, I think he'll come straight back into the straight back into the fold, mate, and I expect him to start because he has to. It's as simple as that. Lawrence Lawrence had a real a real good spell um, before he got injured. Um some scored some cracking goals as well. Uh, so he was definitely looking the part and I feel like he's the most natural player to fall into that now. Um and no doubt, I think Cantwell's a, a blow, but it, it is an opportunity for Lawrence. And if anything, mate, genuinely, um, I'm excited to see more of Lawrence. I want to see if he's coming back as the same guy after such a long layoff. So, yeah, swings and roundabouts, all that's a gutter. But yeah, as you said, mate, it's a chance for somebody to step up. Yeah, for me, it is somebody to step up, whether it's a, a Sam Lammers to come in and, and step up there, or like you say, Carney, Tom Lawrence. James has also made a point. <laughs> Out for three or four weeks usually ends up four months. That's also true. Yes. No, unfortunately. Jordan Russell. <laughs> oh, God. Seven to ten days, mate. Seven to ten days. Yeah. I seen we were linked with who's the Birmingham manager? Um, oh, what's Eustace. his name? John Eustace. Who yeah. was the number we signed him and he was always seven to ten days. Never played and he was released. Aye. But no, but Tom Lawrence, can he? At least when the press said, they always see back. He's fully match fully, he's not match fit but he's fully fit now um, to come into the Rangers team <clears throat> I said before we signed him last season I watched quite a lot of him in the, the championship with Derby I'd, I'd seen a lot of Tom Lawrence over, over the years and I was excited to get him because he is a box to box player he can play an eight thank you very much Andy Hills for that much appreciated thank you Andy mate much appreciated yeah, no, he can he can play as an eight, he can play as a ten, he can play he would play, he played out wide in the left for Derby quite a lot of time and we cut in, but he a guy excite me. He box to box, he can score goals, he can hit free kicks. I mean him scream out for folk to hit free kicks for us. Um hit corner kicks as well. I know Tav does all that for us, but he can do it all this guy. And if he's if he's anything near what he was, Carney, before he got injured, he, he will be the cliche if you want to say like a new signing. He, he will be for Rangers because he's he's a he's a very good player, Tom Lawrence. He's very intelligent, and it might be um, Cantwell going out might help Lawrence in a weird way because he might find himself having having to play rather than being drip fed into the team. So, yeah, Tom Lawrence for me, I'm I'm intrigued to see him going forward because I know how good a player Tom Lawrence is, and I'm excited to see him. The other guy, Carney, is Kamar Roof. Who's isn't injured yet? He's still there, Kamara. <laughs> uh, Beal did say in the presser that he would have had two and two that goal, which should have been um, given to him in the last <laughs> two matches. So he mentions Kamara Roof a lot, and I think Kamara Roof is an important player for Michael Beal moving forward. I've got no doubt, mate. I've got no doubt that he um, he's worked on him before. 
do you know what I mean? So he knows what he's capable of. And we all know. I, I know we can all make a laugh, laugh and a joke about it. And some people still are not the biggest fan of Kamar Roof, but um, I don't think goals. he was... He does score goals. I don't think he was great in the old firm, but I don't think anybody was. And what I will say from watching Roof off the ball, and even when points where the ball was going out of play, he was getting very, very frustrated and he was very animated at times as well. He went over to Beal at one point as well and it looked like he was pretty much saying to him, I don't know what we're doing here. I don't know what we're trying to do. Why are we stepping off? Why are we doing this? And he looked very upset. So I think Kamar Roof wants to make a name for himself at Rangers, which is always a good thing. And I do, I believe he's a quality striker. I do. It's just he's made he's made it a paper mache. So the, the chances of him staying fit for a, a long period of time are probably slim to none. But you never know. As I say, maybe this is the season that he does it. But I, do, I agree with you, mate. I think Bill fancies him. I think Bill. I think he's he's going to be. I think he sees him as a critical player, um, for for us going forward. And to be honest, for the wages that he's on, um, he probably has to be a critical player for us. Um, I believe he can be. He's he, I, as you said, mate. He scores goals. He's one of these guys that. He'll play 20 games and probably score you 12, 13 goals. And to be honest, that's not a bad return. Um, so I I, um, I I do expect Kamar Roof to feature a lot while, he's, while he is fit. Um, I, I do. Uh, and look, mate, and if he, is, and he does stay fit and he's scoring goals, it's what we all, we all, all, we, what we all want to see. Um, so, yeah, but again, will he stay fit, mate? I don't I mean, have you got confidence that he'll not get injured? <laughs> He's gone longer than I thought so far. So yeah, that's true. That's true. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But yes, we have reached the halfway point in the podcast, and that is when we have a word from our sponsors. So yes, it's time for a word from our sponsors. September is here, and I want to take a second to talk about self care. When it comes to making an impression, proper grooming is essential to looking and feeling your best. That's why the sponsors of sponsors of our podcast, Manscaped, are committed to helping men around the world walk and talk with some swagger this season with the best grooming tools on the market. Join the nine million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and enjoy this offer. 20% off and free shipping with the code CLUB at 22 at manscaped.com. Don't neglect yourself and get right this season with Manscaped. For the sleekest version of yourself, Manscaped has covered has you covered from head to toe, starting with the brand new Beard Hedger Trimmer. With one guard and 20 adjustable lens, this device is the perfect travel companion fit to take care of your mane wherever you are. Next in line, who can forget about the Signature Performance Package 4.0? The Lawnmower 4.0 Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Spray are all included in the Performance Package 4.0. Look no further than the Manscaped Boxers 2.0. These are with Without a doubt, the best boxers for men of all ages. I can confidently say I'll never go back to wearing cotton briefs after wearing these. They are very good boxers, honestly they are. Uh, once again, Manscaped supports Club at 22, the Rangers podcast so much. They provided an exclusive offer for our listeners and viewers. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Club at 22 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com if you use the code CLUB at 22. Feel like yourself again and take charge of your life with Manscaped and apparently your whole body will now thank you, Ali. Um, so yes, thank you very much to Manscaped for their continued support. If you use their um, use our code on their website to get yourself anything, you'll get 20% off and free shipping and you'll be supporting our podcast. So thank you to everybody that has used it. Genuinely, I say it all the time. I think you think I'm talking nonsense. Their stuff is brilliant. Genuinely brilliant. There's one thing that's just came out that I'm waiting for as well. They've released a, a foil shaver. 
Do you know, like yeah. the ones that you got skin fed in that with, mate? No, yeah. it looks the looks of business, mate. So I'm uh, I'm waiting for that. But I think that promo might be next month, maybe. Don't know. Need to wait and see. But yeah, uh, so yeah, if you can use our code, that'd be smashing. Thanks very much. <laughs> That's for Scotia, isn't he? He's shaving his beard tonight, Scotia. So he's manscaping himself tonight. Look at Curry. Look at this. Pre-recorded nonsense, mate. Absolute nonsense. I can it's confirm, always, Curry, always that life. that was not pre-recorded. Nonsense, mate. Always Can't done that live. <laughs> Actually, done that quite well, Canny. You were up there with Scotia. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Appreciate that. Yeah. But yes, moving on. Um, the next block of games, Carney, before Scotia's bloody international break when Scotland reappear. There's only four is, games um, or something. Is that what well, I read? Is it four? There's seven Not games if you, if, you, if you put Europe in there. So, yeah. yeah, so the next block of games up until the international break, which is in, I think it's the middle of October, I think it is. So we've got away St. Johnston, obviously. And then we've got four home games to trot. So strap yourself in going to Ibrooks. Home to Betis. Home to Motherwell. Then we've got the League Cup, which is a big one on a Wednesday. Home to Libby. Then we're at home to the Sheep. Then we're away to Limassol. And then we're away to St Mirren. Just before the international break, Carney. <clears throat> Michael Beale, I think he's lost. Probably about 90% of the Rangers support, I would say. That's mm. probably the biggest... I've ever seen in terms of the Rangers support. The only thing I can compare it to slightly is probably Kishinya when we wanted him out. I think it's yeah. along those levels, to be honest, which is sad state of affairs we're in, but most of the fans want to be out. There's not many folk I talk to, Carney, that say, give him time. After four games as well in the league, it just shows where we are, but he hasn't really... We've discussed it, discussed it, but this block of games, Carney, is the first block of games. I'm not saying after this, the Garden's Rosie. He has to win every single game here, apart from the only one I can see him, the Batiste game at home. If he gets a draw on that, or we, we do well in that game, I, I think he'll get laid off for that. But in the league, he has to win every game in the league. Um, the League Cup's a huge one for me as well. But this block of game, Carney, going forward, is massive for Michael Beale. And in terms of getting an identity with this Rangers team. I even said in the description for this pod, mate, tomorrow is huge. Like, it's absolutely massive for Michael Beale. It really is. Uh, because the pressure is, is it, it can't, it, it can't go on forever. Do you know what I mean? It just, it really can't yeah. go on forever because it'll become, it'll become unbearable. It's, yeah, we can't, in the league, mate, there's no, there's no excuse not to win every game. We have to win every single game until the next international break. Arguably, I say we always have to win every game for the rest of the season because we've probably already had our hiccups this season. There's going to be draws. There's going to be drop points again along the along the way, but he has to make sure it's not in this block. We have to hope that there's there's drop points in them as well. Um, let's not lie. We have to hope that they drop points um, going forward in order to try and rebuild and, and in order to, to, claw some, to claw some of the... The support back. I don't believe it's as um, as pitchforks at the ready as it was after the old firm, which again I'm I'm I I can fully get behind because I was I was near enough the same. I thought no, that's enough, and enough is enough. But people will slowly come. They will not slowly come back, but they'll simmer down a wee bit, and it becomes okay. Right, 
we, we, we don't believe you're the guy that's going to be the long-term success of this club, um, the long-term future manager of our club. We might not believe that, but right now we don't have a choice. So we kind of fall into a bracket of, well, we're going to back you because that's what we do, because we're going to back you because you're the Rangers manager. Uh, what he can't do is, what we can't do even as fans is become complacent with that. We There's just there's zero room for him to make any mistakes. Now, League especially. Look, if we take the European games into the conversation, right? I think we'll beat Betis. No, I don't. Uh, I think we'll get beat. If I'm being honest, uh, I th- I, well, I don't think we'll get beat. I just, it's going to be a tough game and it's a massive game and it's a big game and we've not got a great record with them under Bill. It'd be a fantastic if Michael Bill proved me wrong, but I, I think he might start to drift away from European competition and start thinking about domestic form more than anything else. Not that I think he's going to play a B team or anything like that, but um, from what I'm seeing so far, unless tomorrow is a completely new team and a new system and everything, then I've not got great confidence going into Europe. Again, I might be right, I might be wrong. Uh, people might agree or disagree with that, but it's, uh, I'm always honest and that's the way I feel. I've not got great confidence about Europe. Um, however, even though I think the European stage might not be the maker or breaker of them. If we, for example, if we drop points tomorrow, the noise will be unbearable, right? It will be, you've never heard, you've never seen anything like it if you drop points tomorrow. But if tomorrow's a stodgy, kind of grinding out a win, we still don't see much identity in the team. Then we go to Betis and we get a doing. I don't think he survives that either. I really don't. I I think if we've gone to the Betis game and they come to Ibrox and we don't perform, we always say that Ibrooks is Ibrooks is it's a different it's a different place when it's when it's European nights and it's big games because the crowd make it something absolutely special. But I've been privileged to be part of a lot of it in my life. But see when the team are not performing and they're not playing good, you don't get that. The the crowd will go quiet and they expect you to give them something to be motivated about and to give you that to give you the support that you probably deserve. So these even these next two games, mate, generally He's got to look to he's got to look to seriously improve in what we've seen recently. I think if we see the same thing tomorrow, I say we grind it out and it's a bit nothing, and we're still going after it. I've got no idea what we're doing, but we won that game. I think Betis could be a could almost be a deal breaker because if we go there and we do the same thing that we do against Johnston or we did against Celtic and we do it against Betis and Betis turn this over, where do we go? Where are we going? We're still not changing. We're still exactly the same. So even before we finish the rest of this block, me, I think this next week for Bill is it's huge for him. It really is huge for him for him to have any longevity and as being a Rangers manager. And I don't like saying stuff like that. I generally don't. It's not. I don't take any great pride in it. But at the end of the day, I'm being honest because of the stuff I'm seeing with my own eyes. It's a. Uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a roller coaster of a week for him, eh, man, for us. Eh, but I'm hoping it's a roller coaster we enjoy and it's not a horror show. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how the players react because a lot of these players that have came to Ibrooks and some there, Carney. And thanks very much, Billy. Morton. Cheers, Billy. Thanks very much, mate. Um, yeah, a lot a lot of these players that came in after that response for, for us after the old fun. I want to see if they're up for it tomorrow. Whether they want to come back and actually show us, no, we're we're here. We're here for the fight. We're here to stay. We're here to show that we are good players. And I hope they do. I really hope they show us it tomorrow. And it'll be interesting to see, obviously, what they'll come on the lineups and that. But the reaction from the players, I'm looking for a reaction, Carney. I want to see something tomorrow in that park. I don't want, as you say, Carney, to go there 
obviously I want to win the game, but as you say, if you win the game and it's turgid and but you're going out of it going, I still don't know the identity, I still don't know what we're doing. It'll just roll into the next game, Khan. He needs to I know it's going well, come on to St Johnson, but he, he needs to go out and have a right good performance and motor on from that. And if you look at the games, Khan, it's easier said than done paper, but take Batiste out of there. And in terms of the league, away at St Johnston, well, come on to St Johnston, but at home at Motherwell, Aberdeen, you'd rather have them at home. I know our record Aberdeen with Aberdeen isn't great, but Aberdeen at home and St Myrne away. St Myrne's been doing decent, but you'd like to think we should be getting maximum points for that. The Rangers, for Christ's sake, we should be going um, and beating these teams, especially at Ibrooks. The Limits all game, I think, will take care of itself out there. But moving on to um, St Johnston, obviously, tomorrow, half 12 on the telly, Sky Sports. They Did you are see what bought- we're did you see we're away? Away where? Aberdeen. Is that what you said there? We're at home. No, at Aberdeen. home. No, at home. Ah, yeah. It right, says right, our right. record away is usually ah, right. bad. Okay, sorry, we're sorry. Better, I... Better, I say we're better at home than the Bean is at home a few times. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. No, yeah. We've got four four home games in the trot from um, Batiste onwards. That's the four home games we've got. But yeah, moving on to St. Johnston. St. Johnson are sitting bottom of the league. They've drawn two, lost two. They've only scored two goals this season, conceded six. They aren't a great team, Carney. I know they got a draw against Celtic, but I think they're pretty much sad and they got that. I think they're keeper of their stormer as well, apparently, yeah. that game. Well, that's what, that's what the Celtic fans I speak to have said anyway. Yeah, which happens. We've seen it at Highbrooks when these teams come in and they nick a point, but. They aren't a great team, St. Johnson can't. Look through their team, it's the same folk they've got in there. Your Stevie Mays, um, Clark up front as well. It's the same guys that have been there for a while with them. We sh- I know McDermott Park is one of these grounds we really struggle at, but it really shouldn't be. We should be going up there tomorrow, Carney, and beating St. Johnson convincingly tomorrow. But you know how St. Johnson are going to play. They'll sit and they will frustrate us. They will have the two buses parked and they'll, they'll play for set pieces and that one chance that they'll probably get is we'll probably gift a chance at one point. But it's going to be one of these stuffy games, I think, up there. But at the same time, we should be going up there and taking the game at St. Johnson and really blowing them out of the water. Well, I, I agree with you, mate. We should be going up there and we should be seeing our reaction from the start from these players. And I, as I say, if, if under normal circumstances, and if I knew the way that, and sorry if I keep going on about it, but if I knew exactly what we was going to do or what our plan is and what our formation is, then I would I'd be saying Rangers should be really going up there to put in a bit of a performance. But I I don't know if this team have it in them just now, um, under Bill. Um, and I say I'm sorry if I've been fucking doom and gloom. I really am. I'm trying my hardest not to be, <laughs> but I, I just don't know if they do. I'm not saying that I, I expect Rangers to win tomorrow. Of course I do. Um, I don't think there's. There's no reason for us not to. Um, we should be going up there to do enough. We've got more than capable players um, to go up there and and to to, to convincingly beat St Johnston. Um, but you're right, mate. I expect a very stuffy game from them. I don't expect them to try anything really good because their 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 stats speak for themselves so far this season, mate. And as I say, I know they got a, a draw um, against them, but at Parkhead, but. I'm not going to read too much into that. They'll be trying to do exactly the same with us and trying to get anything that they can off us. Um, it's all about what we do tomorrow. Uh, and I, I know I say that too often and we kind of shouldn't really be thinking too much on what pitch is, pitch is going to be like, what the players, who, who we're playing against, how they're going to set up. To me, that's all kind of irrelevant. Tomorrow is all about 
it's, it's all about the team. It's all about the team showing us something, and it's, it's all about the team giving a, a, a not just a reaction, a, a monumental reaction to the disappointment that we all felt a couple of weeks ago. So it's a it's it's a it's a tricky game, mate. It's a tricky game, but we we should be we've got more than enough, mate, to go up there and to beat St Johnston by um, a few goals. Uh, I just hope. Um, I just hope they, they show the reaction, mate, and I hope Bill's brave with his, his team selection. I really do. I think he's going to need to he's going to need to do something. Um, he is going to need to do something. But I expect I expect to see a reaction. And if I'm honest, mate, we deserve a reaction. Oh, I, we, de- we definitely deserve a reaction with this team. Uh, it's whether we're going to get it from Carney. You just no, no. you don't you know. Just don't, you just don't know what's going to happen. You, you really you can't guess what's going to happen tomorrow. It's. Um, I I'd love to be sitting here in the post match saying what a fantastic performance by Rangers. That's more like it. That's what we should be seeing going on. But am I going to be sitting here tomorrow <coughs> saying that? You just don't know. <laughs> would you put money? Would you put? Would you put money on it? No, no. no. Well, I'll come <laughs> no, on. No. I'll come on to my prediction. I'll come on yeah. to my prediction right, okay. later um, after your team, Carney. But yeah. So tomorrow, obviously. I struggled with this team, by the way. I really mm. struggled with it. And I'm trying to put players in that I think should be playing, get a chance. And then I'm looking, going, well, do they deserve to be there? But at the same time, we need to play these players. So I struggled with it. Struggled with the formation as well. But, I mean, I've got a team, but I'll come to you, Carney, first. What is your team for tomorrow, um, along with your score? If I was picking the squad tomorrow, right, so if I was in charge of picking the squad tomorrow, what would I play? What formation would I play? I don't actually know what formation I would play, to be honest, because I don't know. We've not really seen the best out of the new players. Um, the back five, I think, will be the same. I would like to think he would play um, Yelmaz, but I don't think he will. I think he'll play Barisic. So, Here's one yeah, for you, Carney. Before you, before you come off that back line, I had a question mark over John Sutter. Because he's, I like John Sutter, but he's had a couple of mistakes. But Ben Davies, Wait, I had, does he? Do you want to do Justin first before I say my bit? Thank you very much, Justin. You're as always. God yeah. bless America. <laughs> Cheers, Justin, mate. Really do appreciate that, mate. Thank you so much. Um, I, I think it would be slightly unfair on Sutter, uh, and I don't want to. Again, I'll get criticised because people are already sick of him. The guy's not playing in his natural position. He's not a left-sided defender and he's trying to learn it. Do I think he's better, a better option than Ben Davies? You can write, I do. I absolutely do. Yes, I think he's a far better option than what Ben Davies is. That's probably the biggest reason that I would keep him in the team, mate, is because I do think he's he's much better of a better option. I think there's a lot more to John Suter's game than what there is Davies and I think Davies cuts a man sometimes it looks like he couldn't really care. Whereas I think Suter does. Um, I like the way Suter brings the ball out from the back. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's something that I, I enjoy to see. Yes, it's risky at times, but no risk, no reward. That's the way I always I always see it. He's messed up a couple of times. Yes, he has. And it's not always going to go right. But I, I hop back. And I'm not comparing him before MD says, but you th- remember Amoruso? Amoruso used to go on runs up the pitch, mate, and everybody was screaming at him to pass the ball. Uh, and n- most of the time it kind of worked out for him. There's a few bomb scare moments in him. Of course he did. But look what he went on to be in this yeah. club. So, same as Bigger. Yeah, same as Boogie, yeah. Boogie was super bad at but <laughs> like really super bad at it. Um so yeah, I would probably keep Suter. Um what would you do? Would you yeah, you there's no way you bring Davies into that team? No, I've 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 got Suter in my back lane as well. I just I 
to be fair, that the games he's been not that clever in. So, and it is, I think he switches off at times. It's been the bigger games, PSV, Celtic at times. I think he switched off a couple of times. But St. Johnson, I'd like to think he's not going to have very much to do tomorrow, John Suter. So, yeah, I'm the same back line as you. Yeah, same, yeah, same back line. Midfield, don't know. <laughs> does, he play, does, does he play a diamond? Again, does he play a flat three with three with three up top with the inside forwards or the wing? I don't know. Uh, but my holding midfielder would be Yilmaz. Yilmaz? Uh, no, Yilmaz. Raskin. <laughs> Yilmaz. <laughs> Yilmaz and the heat, mate. Sorry. Imagine that. Uh, that'd, be something, that'd be something else, wouldn't it? That'd be something oh, else. No, uh, Raskin, obviously. Um, I'm not playing two defending midfielders. Probably Sifuentes coming back in. Lawrence. And then I would imagine it will be maybe Danilo, Roof and Lammers. Oh. Something along the lines of that because I think the, there's not really a need for Matondo in the nicest possible way because I don't see him getting a lot of space to run into. Um, but I think I would like to see Lawrence coming back in. Um and I think Danilo has to play. What's your score? <laughs> uh, 2-0 Rangers. Um, Danilo to score first. I didn't think we would pick the same team. Is that the same team, is it? Pick the same team. I've went with a diamond in the midfield. I, I'm the same. I was like, I was like, do you bring Lundstrom in? I'm like, I don't need John Lundstrom against St. Johnston. So I'm the same. I've got a diamond. I've got Raskin sitting at the bottom. Lawrence to the left, Sifuentes to the right, Lammers up top with Ruth and Danilo as the two. The only thing that puts me off about that is Sifuentes had that chance to do that kind of right-handed, right-sided of the midfield against um, PSV, and it PSV. didn't go very well. Uh, it didn't go very well, but... The only Johnston. thing I would say is that's PSV. We're going to have the majority of the ball, um, and I think you need to give Lammers almost like a kind of free roll to kind of do what he wants and yeah. then have Danilo and Roof he has to play Danilo like he has to he's got to um, play he's got to play he, he does he, ha- he has to play if it's not that then I don't know what else he really does to be honest but he's going to need to do something um, I think we need to see a proper shape tomorrow we need, do you know what I mean we need to see something that we know what's happening um, I very much doubt that'll be the team tomorrow mate I think we'll pitch yeah I don't it. think it will Probably completely different from that. He'll probably start Dessers. Uh, he'll probably start John Lundstrom as well. Um, I would imagine, and maybe he might play Lundstrom, Raskin, and Lawrence. Possibly, I don't know to get um, Raskin moving forward a wee bit more. Um, but uh, that's probably what I'd go with. I think Fuentes deserves another chance, and Danilo has to play. Uh, but I, I would like to see Lawrence coming back into the team. If he's fit enough, then he plays. It's as simple as that for me. What's your score? Did you see a score? No, I've not said my score yet. So. <laughs> so my score tomorrow. This hasn't been negative because I've got Rangers winning, by the way. So I've got Rangers 1-0. Oh, God. Yes or no? <laughs> Shut yourself in. So I win, oh. so I've got them. But it's interesting we've picked the same team there, can't mm. I think we would, so it's interesting that. But I agree. So Fuentes, for me, has to play. I know he had a poor game. It was against PSV. I think he's got to play. Danilo has to play for me. He's, he's just mm. got to play. And he keeps going about Kamar Roof, and Kamar Roof scores goals. He's been, mm-hmm. every time he plays, he scores goals. Dessers for me, Carney. 
I'm not his biggest fan. I'll, I'll, I'll admit it. I think his link-up play at times is all right, but he misses some of his cells. He's he, for me, he needs a he needs to come out of the team and Danilo needs a chance. And I'd rather Kamar Roof and Danilo than Danilo and Dessels. I don't know what you think about that. Yeah, I would agree with you, mate. Yeah, I think again, if we're not going to see Danilo, then when are we? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, but he, he has to he has to start a game. Um, he's he's. He's he's a technical footballer, that's for sure. And I'm saying I do think we're in against a we're going to be in a against a pretty packed defence tomorrow. So he has to he has to play Kamar. Well, I'd be shocked if Kamar Roof doesn't start. Um, it might go Daniel and Dessers again. I don't know. This is what I mean, though. We shouldn't be sitting here really questioning all this. Do you know what I mean? Really putting into this, Stevie T. Thank you so much for for thank that. You. I really appreciate that, mate. Thank you very much. Um, we shouldn't be sitting here having this conversation about I don't know about that, I don't know who's going to play that, I don't know which shape's going to play. By this point, mate, we should be able to see, we should be able to predict. If you think if you go back and watch things that we've done watched uh, predictions we've done in the past before Bill, mate, we could we were only that far far off the team. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We, were, we were never really that far off the team. Whereas this we could be completely wrong. You could see Raskin Lundstrom Ryan Jack tomorrow for all we know. We don't know what he's going to decide to do, but the handbrake has to be left at home. The car needs to be running with no handbrake tomorrow. We just have we have to we have to just go. We have, we have to. That's coming the by team, to haunt him. That statement. That yeah, handbrake. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Though, like, but the let's not be too clever. Let's not overcomplicate things tomorrow. Look, I'm I'm a Rangers fan, and I always will be. A, I always will be a Rangers fan. I want this team to turn this around more than anything else in the world. And tomorrow could be the start of that. Tomorrow could be the start of me seeing something that I'd really really can see and really can buy into I really hope that is the case I honestly do I swear I, I swear down that I, that's what I want to happen I want to see something tomorrow that I'm like right okay that that's what it was all about that's what he's trying to get at and that's what he's trying to do uh, and all I can do is hope that it happens for us and for Michael Bielsik thank you very much for the two pound broomy broom how do you say that mate go for it Bromion. Bromion? Bromion? Sure. Bromion? Thank you very much, anyway, regardless. Thanks very much, um, I appreciate that, mate. That's great. Yeah, yeah no, I'm the same. Another, another guy I think really is, is Lammers for me. He's got to come to the party now. We've seen glimpses in pre-season, Carney, that he's technically very good. There he is, Jim Sloan, oh, as always, at the end, Jim. Brilliant. Jim. Thank you, Jim, Thanks mate. Thanks very much, Jim. Um, no, Sam Lammers for me, Carney. We've seen glimpses in pre-season that he is, he's technically very good. But then the, the, the proper football started and he fell off a cliff along with a few mm-hmm. other players. But he's got a chance with Cantwell being out. I said about Tom once, but he's got a chance with Cantwell being out to try and be the man, if you want to say it. Put a marker down. Yeah, put a marker down. So it'll be interesting to see him tomorrow. So, yes, we have um, come to the end of this podcast. I'm... Um, I was kind of wasn't dreading tomorrow, can but I'm feeling I'm more optimistic tomorrow. I'm actually looking forward to it now until 20 minutes in. Not going, what's going on here? But in fact, before, <laughs> like, in fact, not even that. When the team comes out, we all go. Yeah, yeah. I was an hour before, an hour before kick off, mate. Until I get that WhatsApp message to go, why is he playing? I will usually Aye. get that off you. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Haymart will be in the group chat going exactly what, what is this? So yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see it half 11 or whatever it is tomorrow when the team comes out, what it actually is. But um, yes, before we go, I would like to thank everybody in the comments, everyone for the kind donations tonight. We are um, extremely close to the 5,000 subscribers. So um, yes, if you could like and share, tell your pals to, to like and share too. We could get to 5,000 hopefully, hopefully before the next international break, which would be good. 
But yes, before we go, I'd like to thank my only guest tonight, Mr. Scott Carney. Thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, thanks very much, mate. Really, enjoy- I do enjoy that tonight. Look, and as I say, I know some people will think you should do with Glenners and all that, and we're a negative podcast and all that. At the end of the day, <laughs> we're always going to be honest, right? I want Rangers to win. Say of what course you see. I do. Like, see, but I've got to say what I see. And as I said, maybe I'm living in cloud nine. Maybe I'm dreaming that I think we could maybe get something out of this team. But I, you've got to try and remain as positive as you can be because there's there's no point in going into a fight thinking you're going to lose it because you will lose it. So we just need to get behind Bill now. It's as simple as that. He's not went anywhere. It's now his, his time to convince us that he's the man for the job. And yeah, um, it's up to his for, up to him to try and install a bit of, a bit of faith back in uh, back in the fans that we that he can be the guy to take us forward. Um, so yeah, I'm say I'm looking forward to the game tomorrow. I always look forward to seeing Rangers, and uh, I really do hope your team wins tomorrow. But thank you, everybody. Thank you, chat. Yeah, no, Michael Beale said in the press today the the players and the management staff owe us fans a performance tomorrow, and it's down to them it shows tomorrow, Carney, and. Um, yeah, it's as I say, it's, it's over to you, Rangers, as always. But we will be back tomorrow, hopefully, as more positive. I thought we were semi positive tonight, but yeah, more positive. Tried. After hopefully, a Rangers. <laughs> we tried. Yeah, so it will be me and Carney anyway back tomorrow with a post match reaction after the St. Johnson game. But yes, thank you for, for tonight. We have been Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Good night. Podcast Network.